Welcome to Today in the Word with Pastor Bob Larson of Calvary Chapel Caldwell. Pastor Bob will be with us in just a few minutes, but first we'd like to let you know that Calvary Chapel is located on the corner of 10th and Everett, across from the library in downtown Caldwell. We have two Sunday morning services at 9.30 and 11.30. If you prefer Saturday nights, we have a Saturday night service at 7 p.m. We also have a midweek service Wednesday night at 7 p.m. You can watch Today in the Word on Sunday mornings at 10 a.m. on ABC Channel 6.1. Join us as we broadcast Calvary Chapel Caldwell's Sunday morning church services, where Pastor Bob teaches you how to apply the truths in your Bible to your everyday experiences so that you might enjoy a better life. The way that we think about ministry or about what our gifts are, and not everybody's going to be an evangelist. I mean, you know, but whatever it is, you just got to start where you're at, right? Because Ephesians 2.10 says, we're his workmanship created in Christ Jesus for good works, which God prepared beforehand that we should walk in them. So God created us to do good works. And we need to pray and say, Lord, what is that? And it's different for everyone. And, and I would say that there's a high likelihood that whatever you think about what God wants you to do is probably not it, right? And that's the way it was for me. I thought, well, God, if you need me to live in Hawaii and minister to rich surfers, I could do that. God's like, no, Bob, that's not the plan. Okay, God, if you want me to live uh, uh, in Cancun and minister to rich surfers, I could do that. <laughs> nope, that's not the plan either, Bob. Where are you going? I'm going to send you to Caldwell. I'm like, hmm, all right, whatever. But it usually isn't what you think, right? I mean, I didn't even know where Caldwell was until the Lord told me to move here, right? I'd never even been here. And so, although I was born in Boise, uh, but yeah, so when you think about, well, how do I get from sitting in the pew doing nothing to doing what God calls me to do? You have to take a venture of faith. You just start out with something small, right? And, and whatever it is, right? You say, huh, is sweeping the floor the secret? It's not sweeping the floor. It's just stepping out and doing whatever it is that God puts in your heart. So he says in verse 19, and if they were all one member, where would the body be? But now indeed there are many members, yet one body. The eye cannot say to the hand, I have no need of you. And again, the hand to the feet, I have no need of you, right? Imagine if your eye said to your hand, hey, I don't need you. You can leave. And then you get an eyelash in your eye. Right? I mean, it's like painful. You need the hand to get the eyelash out, right? He doesn't do a very good job. Well, it's better than nothing, right? They dig around and get it out, but... Uh, Who's going to take the eyelash out? You don't need it, right? And you just think that's how the church is. Verse 22, no, much rather those members of the body which seem to be weaker are necessary than those members of the body which we think to be less honorable on those we bestow greater honor and our unpresentable parts have greater modesty. In other words, he's saying just like most of uh, your most important body parts, your lungs, your heart, your kidneys, your liver, you never see them, right? Right? Uh, but they are important, right? And so too in the church, people don't see what goes on here. What Paul's saying is, just because you don't see it, it's not that it's not important. See, sometimes we think, hey, just the guy up front speaking or the singer, hey, these two are really important and everybody else is not. And he's saying, look, just like your body, there are parts that you don't see and they are very important, right? And we talked about that before. You know, if your digestive tract says, I'm stopping now, trouble, right? And we didn't want to go there about what happens. Anyway, but in verse 24, he says, but our presentable parts have no need, but God composed the body. Again, he just says this over and over again. God created you. God chooses. God made you. God composed the body. Having given greater honor to that part which lacks it, that there should be no schism in the body, but that the members should have the same care for one another. And if one member suffers, all members suffer with it. And if one member is honored, 
then all members rejoice with it. Now, you are the body of Christ and members individually. So he's just reiterating this over and over again. We're all different, but we're all one body, and we shouldn't be, you know, comparing and, and you know, thinking, I wish I had what they had. Verse 28, and God has appointed these in the church. First, now he gives a list, apostles, second, prophets, third, teachers, and after that, miracles, then gifts, and healings and help. So he starts with apostles, and, and I don't believe that there are any apostles alive today in the sense of the capacity that we read about the 12 apostles in the New Testament, that they were eyewitness to the resurrection, and they laid the foundation for the church. Then he goes on to say uh, uh, prophets, and, and we talked about that, and then third, teachers. And so, uh, you know, I think when you think about this, it's a great reason to go to church, that if God gives people the gift of teaching, and what does that mean? Well, it means that people can teach God's word in a way that you can understand it and you can apply it to your life because a lot of people read the Bible and don't understand it and can't apply it. So if God gives people the gift of teaching, then that's an important reason to go to church and to learn it, understand it, and put it into practice, right? And that's why he says in Hebrews 10.25, not forsaking the assembling of ourselves together, right? And so it's important to go to church. As he says in verse 28, uh, then the gifts of helps. And so uh, I think this is a very important gift, and I think this is probably like your lungs or your heart, right? It is a supernatural gift from the Holy Spirit that causes a person to want to help other people, right? And if you love to help people, then maybe you have this gift. And this gift is very important in the church. There's just so much to do and so many opportunities. There's so many people that need to hear the gospel. We have so many opportunities to preach the gospel and so many opportunities to have Bible studies, right? And so we need people who have the gift of helps to help out with all the stuff that makes it happen, right? But here's the thing. It's such a joy to serve the Lord, right? To use what God created you to do for the kingdom, it's just so good. And it doesn't matter how big or how small or what you think it is, right? It's just, it's a joy. In verse 28, he says, And God has appointed these in the church, first apostles, second prophets, third teachers, after that miracles, and the gift of healing helps, and then administration, right? And that's pretty self-explanatory. God supernaturally gifts people, uh, to be able to administrate things, to organize things. And if you love to administrate things and, and you want to help out, then fill out a card, right? We, we need people to help. And uh, have you ever come to something where you think, hey, this is unorganized? Well, well they need someone to help administrate it, right? And, and, and we have so many opportunities to do things, but because, you know, we're limited, we can't do all those things. And so he goes on to say uh, in verse 29, and then now, now he kind of explains the whole thing again. Are all a prophet? apostles? No. Are all prophets? Are all teachers? Are all workers of miracles? Do all have the gift of healing? Do all speak in tongues? Do all interpret? And the answer is no, 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 right? Now there are denominations that teach if you don't speak in tongues, you're not saved, right? How many of you have heard that before? If you don't speak in tongues, you're not saved, right? Um, Yet the Bible does not teach that, right? And and, and Paul's just saying, you know, we're all unique. We're all different. Uh, That's like saying if you don't have the gift of miracles, you're not saved. That's like saying if you don't have the gift of healing, you're not saved. It's just one of the gifts. And, and sometimes people think, well, if you don't speak in tongues, then you're not really spiritual. The people that speak in tongues are super spiritual, right? But Paul doesn't say that. Uh, verse 31, but earnestly desire, here's what he does say, though, as, as a Christian, if you love God, you want to serve God, it says earnestly desire. That means like diligently, uh, earnestly desire the best gifts, and yet I will show you a more excellent way. So uh, what should you desire? Well, you should desire the best gift. What is that? Well, the it depends on what God has you to do, right? If I need to cut a board, I don't want to use a screwdriver, right? I, I need a saw. And so whatever God's wired you to do, you need to pray for the gifts to do what God's created you to do. Now, I heard an illustration that I think helps you to understand what is my gift. 
if I had you over for dinner to my house, and this is just hypothetical, I don't drink coffee, but uh, if I had you over for dinner and we were going to have, you know, uh, sour cream, blueberry pie, and coffee, and uh, let's just say that I had uh, a 10-year-old daughter, and she's going to bring in the coffee, and she's bringing it in, and she trips and falls, and the cups and the coffee go in the air, and they just splatter, and the, the cups break, and there's coffee everywhere, and it's a big mess. Now, if I had all of you over at my house for dinner, every one of you would think something different when that happened, right? Now, if you have the gift of helps, you would jump up, and without anybody saying anything, you would go get some paper towels, and you would start cleaning up the coffee, and you'd start picking up the pieces, and where's the garbage can? And you just get into action, right? Now, if you have the gift of teaching, then you might, you know, say to her, hey, uh, listen, honey, when you bring in the coffee, first of all, because you're 10, you need to bring the cups in empty, right? Set all the cups down at all, wherever they are, and then go back in and then get a pot and make sure you have uh, 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 two oven mitts on so you can hold the pot without getting burned, and then you bring it in, and then you pour each cup, and only pour it halfway because these people might spill on the carb. So, all right, and, and then make sure it's on a coaster, and, right? Uh, and, and you would just begin to teach, right? And, 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 you, can, and you just do it. That's because that's what you do, right? And so maybe you have the gift of teaching if that's what you think. Or, or if you have the gift of exhortation, you might take her back into the kitchen and say, okay, it's okay, honey. You can do this. Let's try it again. All right, uh, you know, I know you can do it, and so let's try it again. Let's get some more cups, and right? Or if you have the gift of administration, you might say, who is allowing the 10-year-old to serve coffee? <laughs> or if you have the gift of giving, you might say, hey, it's no problem. I'll buy new cups. In fact, I'll buy a whole new set of dishes, right? If you have the gift of giving, right, you, you just think, to, hey, I'll buy some of that. I'll take care of it, right? But everybody responds differently. And, and you know, we read a few weeks ago about knowing yourself and understanding who you are and how God created you. And this is part of knowing who you are because you are who you are because God created you that way. Now, there certainly is the fallen nature and the sinful nature, but as it relates to the spiritual realm, when you're walking in the spirit, how do you respond when things happen, right? And, and so there is nothing more exciting than to do whatever God has gifted you to do for the kingdom of God, right? To love people, to serve people, to help people. And and I would just encourage you to pray because, you know, as we move along, we're going to be in chapter 13 next week. We're going to talk about love, and, and we're going to be moving on. And, and we won't be back to this section for a while. But that doesn't mean that God hasn't gifted you with gifts to use. And, and so you need to seek him and pray and say, Lord, what should I do? And it's a lifelong journey. You never get to the place where you're like, okay, I got it all figured out. I know what God. Because even if you have the gift of helps. He might have you help with this or help with that. Or if you have the gift of teaching, he might have you teach Sunday school or he might have you teach a small group or something different. And you still have to hear the Lord's voice and be directed by him. And the Bible says that we walk by faith and not by sight. So we step out in faith. We seek the Lord. And so next week, we're going to talk about love, which is one of my favorite chapters in the Bible. So we're going to stop there because we're out of time. So let's pray. Lord, we thank you for your word. And Lord, we do pray for every person here tonight. Lord, that you would help us to earnestly desire the best gifts. Lord, help all of us to, to want to be faithful with the little. Whatever little bit we have, however we view it, Lord, that we would be faithful with that small opportunity, with the small whatever it is that we have. Lord, that we would do it for your glory, whether it's the gift of giving or the gift of teaching or the gift of helps, whatever it might be, Lord. Help us, Lord, to be faithful to, to use it for your glory, Lord. And we pray, Lord, that you would encourage anyone here who feels discouraged, that, that maybe thinks that they have no talent or no ability, Lord, that you would just show them, that you would open their eyes to have uh, eyes to see, 
Lord, that you want to do exceedingly, abundantly, above and beyond what they could imagine. Because it has nothing to do with us, Lord. It's your great power working through us. That you are more concerned about our availability than our ability. And so we just thank you and pray you would cause these truths to stir our hearts. Stir us as a church, Lord, that we would function together as a healthy body. Lord, each one of us faithfully doing what you've given us to do, Lord, with whatever few or little small thing we have, Lord, to be faithful to it. We pray in Jesus' name. Amen. Thank you for joining us for Today in the Word. We'd like to share with you a couple of things that are going on here at Calvary Chapel. Calvary Chapel Caldwell is now hiring full-time and part-time positions for our exciting Calvary Kids Learning Center. If you enjoy working with children from newborn through kindergarten, please give us a call at 453-9653. Positions are Monday through Friday with our availability to fit your schedule. To learn more about these exciting opportunities, please call 453-9653. We look forward to meeting with you. Calvary Chapel Caldwell would like to invite you to our Saturday night service at 7 p.m. This is an alternative for those who cannot make it to our Sunday morning services. Like us on Facebook at Calvary Chapel Caldwell or check out our website at calvarycaldwell.com. You can watch Today in the Word on Sunday mornings at 10.30 a.m. on The CW, Channel 2.2. Join us as we broadcast Calvary Chapel Caldwell's Sunday morning church services, where Pastor Bob teaches you how to apply the truth in your Bible to your everyday experiences so that you might enjoy a better life. If you would like a copy of Pastor Bob's message today in its entirety, you can call us at 208-453-9653 during the hours of 9 a.m. to 5 p.m. If you're not currently attending a church and are in the Caldwell area, we'd like to invite you to one of our services. We're located on the corner of 10th and Everett, right across from the library in downtown Caldwell. You can also visit us on the web at calvarycaldwell.com. If Today in the Word is ministered to you and you would like to support this radio outreach ministry, we encourage you to pray for us. You can also partner with us financially. Simply visit calvarycaldwell.com to make a donation. Thank you for joining us for Today in the Word. May the Lord bless you, and may you have a great day. Today is the day you will...